What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Monday, the first Monday of May. May Day Monday. How are you? I'm alive. I'm good enough. I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm this side of six feet under, so I'm good with that. My name is Brian. Made it through the weekend, huh? Made it through the weekend. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship for the... Sub- the what, what do I call it now? The somewhat for-profit joint venture known as the Stone on Air podcast on the flagship ninety-two point seven. Jason Kirk is in here with me today. Uh, Keon is has done what many others have and and should do, and I'm happy to hear that they've done. But also the um, the 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 follow-up, the follow-through of of the vaccine gets somebody sick. He's sick. He doesn't feel. He doesn't feel good. Doesn't want to come. Can't come into work. It's not. He doesn't want to. He can't. He can't. He shouldn't. He should rest. And that is part of the reason why I haven't run off and gotten my vaccine yet. There's two reasons for this. One is I hear you get sick when you get the damn thing. All right. I'm not interested in signing up for getting sick. I don't like to be ill. I don't like to be. You know, feel puny. As Jeff would say, I don't want to, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be under the weather, as they say. And so many tell me when you get this damn vaccine, that's what happens. So that's a reason why I haven't done it yet. And B, the other reason is I can I can clinically prove to you I had COVID-19 in December on the 31st, actually on New, on New Year's Eve weekend. I was sick as a damn dog and didn't come in here for a week and yeah. re- recorded my shows from the from the house because I went and got tested and had I was sick and I had the I had the damn uh, uh, virus and I've been told again I hate to be repetitive for those of you that listen every minute of your life I know you're here every minute of your life and you've heard this before <laughs> so I'm sorry to be repetitive uh, I've been told my entire life if you get a an influenza, a, a, a flu, a virus strain, whatever it is, you'll never get it again. Uh, Do you remember being told that and uh, heard that over your life? I've heard that, but... I don't know that it's true, but that's what I've been told. Like, the, the, the flu, there's so many different strains of flu. If you, whatever you get, you'll now be immune to it. Yeah, maybe I was lied to. I'm lied to every day. We're all lied to every day. <laughs> In our adulthood, we're finally figuring out that we're getting lied to every minute of our lives. But so I thought, okay, well, cool or not cool, but like I've got I got COVID nineteen, so I'm going to be okay. And and I I I recovered just fine, so I can't get COVID nineteen again, right? That's what y'all been saying. Oh no 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 no. 
This time you might get it again. You might get it again. Or a different variant. So anyway, I'm I'm, I'm being flippant. I, I I'm going to get the vaccine. I haven't done it yet, and more reasons why is because I hear people are getting sick when they get it. My only side effect when I got both of them was just a sore arm. That was it. The, the second one was worse. My arm was really really sore over Good Friday. Um, but then over the weekend, it just finally worked its way out. I've heard, I, I've heard just like literally just arm is sore, not like body is sore, just arm. Mm-hmm. Then I've also heard, hey, I'm sick as a dog now. Like I've heard all these things. It's it, it also part of it to me is the idea. I've never had a flu shot. I've never one time taken a flu shot. I don't get the, I don't get sick very often. I'm blessed with a a, a pretty solid immune system. It's not as good now as I get in my 40s, but it's still pretty solid. So to me, it's like, hey, I got the flu. Oh, I don't feel good. Let's go get a flu shot. No, no. I just had the flu. Why would I go get a flu shot right after I was sick? That's kind of where I'm at on that one. That makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't, after I've got the flu, I wouldn't go back and get a flu shot. So I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, let's see. Let's uh, let's uh, lay out a roadmap here for the the rest of the hour. Overall, I feel okay, but it's still a Monday. A little gray out there, a little wet. Be careful if you're out there. Uh, the interstates are back open. Ringgold Road and Brainerd Road this weekend were like beach towns. There was so much traffic. Cause good for you. You were supposed to stay off the interstates. That's what we were saying here on the air. Jason, you were out uh, uh, last week, but you know what the, what's going on around here. They were doing major mm-hmm. uh, bridge construction and, and interchange construction, and that's fine. Not mad about it. And I, I remembered to stay off the roads, as many of you did, but it turned Ringgold Road and Brainerd Road into beach towns. Like when you get in there, you know, and it's just this nonstop, there's nothing to see here. Nothing. There's nothing to nothing. do. You're not doing anything fun. You're nowhere near the beach yet. You're just... Stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. Ringo Road and Brainerd were uh, terrible this weekend, but good for you for staying off the interstate, and hopefully they got uh, some uh, good work done. Um, hashtag best month ever. April has kind of bled into May a little bit. It was a uh, a fun weekend. Went to the Chattanooga Market again yesterday. That was, you know, order restored. Order is being mm-hmm. restored. It was so nice. Um, on the tail end of this segment, I've got the realest thing, the coolest thing, and the worst idea. And then in the second segment, I touched on this on Friday. The Biden administration, the FDA, banning menthol cigarettes. What the hell is going on in this stupid country? Right? I don't have a Biden flag hanging out of my car. Right? I voted for the dude and I like the guy. This is nonsense. Spend a segment on that in the second segment. And the final segment of the show the shopping experience from online to walking in the doors of a of an establishment i'll i'll spend a few minutes on that and we'll see where it all weaves in and out between now and uh, uh 11 o'clock as the stone on air radio show disguised as a podcast continues here but for a few minutes before i get to the real thing i want to do that in about 2 minutes from now since I have Jason in here, and I, wa- I was going to maybe even drag you in anyway. The East Ridge City Hall. <laughs> the East Ridge City Hall satire page on Facebook. It's the best thing ever. It's, for my for my money, for my taste, I spent a few minutes on this last week. 
Um, it's just a it's a satire Facebook page about making fun of East Ridge. So yeah. you're caught up. For my money, my taste, it's a it's a little juvenile. It's a little more toilet humor than I would do myself, but it's still pretty fantastic. It is. And the funny thing is you and I have been kind of blamed for this. That's why I was going to go down this road because and, and, and a, a mutual friend of ours uh, who's an East Ridgean, uh, her name is Jody. She's she's involved with local politics, probably to a ridiculously over-the-top level that she yeah. probably shouldn't be, but whatever. Between her, you, and me, I... I constant like dms like messages constant. are you behind this are you and jason doing this you and jody who's doing this where's this come from i promise i won't say anything like i don't I know, know bro I don't, I don't know i don't know all i know is that the the uh the at uh name uh is is basil marceau or something about basil marceau yes. who is the clown show I don't even know if he's alive anymore. I think no, 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 Basil's still around. Okay, okay. I ran into him the other day. Basil Marceau's run for all these offices. He's got a screw loose. He ain't all there. That's just one? Yeah, he's got several screw looses. And so I wonder, it's not Basil Marceau. It's he's, not Basil Marceau. He's not together enough to put together a Facebook page uh, full of satire. But I, I wonder if it is maybe an offshoot of somebody, because I've never figured this out either, the... Um, uh, uh, Chattanooga Bystander. You know, that could be. The Chattanooga Bystander page, which has kind of fallen off. I haven't heard anything. I haven't, there's not been much coming out. It's been the Chattanooga Bystander page. It's just think the onion locally. It's hilarious. And I haven't, I haven't heard from uh, whoever they are in a while. And Basil Marceau would fall right into like the terminology you would use for that kind of uh, uh, satire. But the it's it's called East Ridge City Hall. East Ridge City Hall, and there was actually I don't know if you were in the loop on it, but there was actually a dog. Someone you know they put up a fake dog for a fake adoption. Yeah, it looked and like people, a, the devil from hell. People actually called the animal shelter here in East Ridge wanting to adopt that dog. Yeah, I heard that. I don't know how much is true. It was not, <sighs> but it is. Uh, it's fun, and it was <laughs> because you you and me and and Jody. Spend so much time hammering on this city. We love this city. I mean, I like this city. I live here. It's like making fun of your brother, right? It's like making fun of your uh, city. Your best friend. Don't care for the people that run it. Yeah. Well, we could spend a whole lot of time on that. But anyway, so as I was gonna, I was literally thinking about dragging. I was like, I think Jason's gonna be back in today. I might drag him in here to talk about that. And turns out Keon's out because of his uh, uh, COVID shot. And. Uh, we did it anyway. All right, let's do this real quick. We're running out of time fast. This is uh, the realest thing. This is a New Zealand uh, comedian. I don't know his name. I found it on TikTok. And uh, he's talking about how America is the greatest. Inter- it's, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, and then there's America on Nougat Radio 92.7. I pushed the button. I know you've got there a lot of goes. entertainment <laughs> options these days. Netflix, YouTube if you're poor, America funniest idea for a country I've ever seen. Let's get 325 million people who disagree, put them in one place, and everyone's allowed a gun, but no one's allowed health care. That's brutal. Grand Theft Auto isn't that brutal, you know? In GTA, if you get too injured, the game will put you in a nearby hospital, patch you up, take 5% of your income, put you back on the street at full health. In real America, If you get hospitalized, the hospital will probably get you addicted to painkillers and then take you to court for every cent you're worth. 
Grand Theft Auto has a more progressive healthcare system than the United States of America. That's just gold. It's just fantastic. Got to move fast here. Uh, let's see. Today's coolest thing is um, current history teachers, uh, especially from millennials. Today's coolest thing. Welcome to History Class, everyone. We're going to start off today by opening up your textbook with a picture of Mount Rushmore and a bald eagle on the front. You know, America. So the United States is a, de- <laughs> Sorry. It's a democracy, right? First there was slavery. Mm, I know. And then there was a civil war. And then MLK. And then Barack Obama was elected president of the United States. Of- and they just gave Native American people all this land. They didn't know white people. Which was pretty nice of us, actually. The Black Panthers were a violent terrorist organization. Say it with me. Every single war that we've been in was to spread democracy. Because the best way to do that is to violently occupy a foreign state with your military and bomb the shit out of them. Capitalism's just the only system that's ever worked. Sorry, guys. Sue me. But not actually, because I don't have healthcare and I'm drowning in student debt that I'll never be able to pay off working this job. Teaching all of you. TikTok, the uh, social media that keeps on giving. Jason, we'll blow off that last one. I don't. I don't have enough time for it. Don't uh-huh. need it anyway. Yeah, the the worst idea was a cigarette commercial from the 1950s, where two women are talking about you know smoking cigarettes and just how amazing smoking cigarettes are. And uh, we're we're running out of time, so we won't get to it. Uh, maybe I'll play it later in the week. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. The flagship for the stone on air radio show that is later disguised as a podcast keon is out jason kirk is in here with me today my name is brian and um cig- yeah cigarette smoking it's disgusting it's awful i hate every single thing about it but do we ban cigarette smoking or certain kinds of cigarettes uh i don't think that's a good idea can't imagine how this will go through the Biden administration and the FDA. Speaking specifically to menthol cigarettes. What? Hey, some of us white people like menthol too. This yeah. ain't this ain't all about black, white, orange, gray, purple, whatever. That's where we're headed. And that's what I'll talk about coming up next. Snooker Radio 92.7 and the Stone On Air Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hang tight. You're listening to the Stone On Air Radio Show on Nuga Radio 92.7. For years, anti-tobacco has argued black Americans have been disproportionately targeted by the menthol industry and President Biden is preparing to do something about it. As part of Biden's efforts to reduce health disparities highlighted by the pandemic, the FDA is expected to ban menthol cigarettes and cigars, which is preferred by 85% of black cigarette smokers. And tobacco use is the number one cause of preventable death among black Americans, responsible for 45,000 deaths a year according to the CDC. But the ACLU and some racial justice advocates are concerned a ban will make black Americans targets. Menthol smoker and activist James Brown of South L.A. says a ban is not the answer. We already targets this anyway based on the color of our skin. Now, with us smoking menthol and that becoming a ban, that gives police more probable cause to come and target us. But those in favor of the ban, including the American Lung Association, say it will save lives. When I crawl out of bed this morning 
I could tell something wasn't right. It's a drive by truckers. Best I could do on this one. There were cigarettes in the ashtray, and they weren't your menthol lights. It works. As close as I could get. Sometimes I'll spend an hour or two on something that takes 25 seconds. It's Nougat Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast that you can find at stoneonair.com. Happy first Monday in May. Keon Rose is out with his COVID shot, I guess. uh, Reaction? Yeah, reaction. Feels like crap. Yeah, I haven't got one yet, but I get it. Jason Kirk in here with me today. Spent a few minutes on the Eastridge City Council page, the satire page uh, on Facebook, which is just too much fun. Too much fun. Facebook is so stupid, except for every now and again, it, there's something there that, that will brighten your day a little bit. You got to search for it occasionally. But uh, it has brought me plenty of laughs over the week and the weekend, though. I, and no, I have nothing to do with it. Jason I Kirk had nothing, nothing to, to do with it. it. Jody Grant had nothing to do with it. Uh, any of your other favorite Eastridge the residents had nothing to do with it, or at least that I know of. And uh, I, you know, I'm out of the game of like, I'm going to figure out who this is. Gotcha guy. I'm. A, I, I don't care who's doing it. It's 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 funny. It's funny. So if you want a little bit of a laugh, there you go. East Ridge City Council page and the city of East Ridge. The actual codes enforcements and and uh, <laughs> uh, and overall uh, you know elected officials here are just livid. They are. They are. The, uh, they're so mad. They're so mad they can't see straight. At the they're moment. so mad and sucks for you, jerks. Don't care at all. Uh, so anyway. So on the front end of there, that was a... Um, where did that audio come from? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I spent a few minutes on this on Friday. And uh, I'm going to spend about... Let's see. Going on four minutes. About the next ten minutes on it here on uh, on, on the radio and on the podcast about this menthol ban that is coming from the FDA. I mean, the Biden administration overall. I don't think Joe Biden woke up one day and said, hey, everybody, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to ban menthol cigarettes. Everybody listen. Everybody jump in. I'm gonna, I, got a big, I got a big idea here. We're going to ban menthol today. I don't think that actually is what happened, but it is happening under the administration's watch, and it's coming from lobbyists. Um, from certain minority groups that that think that menthol is uh, and cigarettes are are destroying African American lives. I think there's probably some some real genuine thoughts behind all of this, but I I hate every single second of what I hear here, and this is what's making me believe that the uh, the 2022 midterms are already lost you're they're already gone before we can even barely get into 2021 in a new administration that was stolen right um the 2022 midterms are gone you're losing them before you even start because this is the kind of nonsense that irritates people and makes people think what what are we doing here what what is exactly going on here 
Are we trying to do things good for the country? Are we trying to do good policy and administrative work here? Or are we just trying to just, just piss people off? Are we just trying to say, hey, look what I can do? Because Trump did a bunch of that. Hey, look what I can do. I can make a bunch of noise over here, and it's going to, oh, yeah, does it make you mad? I bet it does. <laughs> but this started, though, what, back last year with the, the, the cancellation or the bans of flavored stuff like grape and all that in the vapes. So it's I know just, it's been it's a, a continuation. Well, there's also in New York the, hey, can, you know, certain size soda, 32 ounce, you know, you can only have well, a certain well, Chicago, you have a fat tax, you know, it's a penny per ounce of soda. Yeah. And I, you know, and that, and that's a little different than, than, than this. Um, I just, I don't, I'm not a, I don't trust my government guy. I'm not a, I hate big government guy. I actually, I actually trust the government more than I trust you. Like you listening to this right now, like I don't trust you. I can't vote for you. I don't. I don't get the opportunity to decide whether you get a say in the matter. In government, I get to decide. I at least. I at least have a semblance of I get to choose this, even if it's not that accurate and that true. So I'm not a, a against big government guys. Sometimes I think government needs to save us from ourselves. I think we're a dumb bunch of people. We're a dummy, dummy, dummy society. Silly, silly people everywhere. And I don't have a problem with government putting regulations and 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 trying to police us from ourselves. I I I I'm totally fine with that. Well, until the wrong person or the wrong administration or things I don't agree with, and that that's that's what a democracy is all about. But smoking cigarettes, right? First of all, as I've got okay, we're halfway through the segment here, so we got we got a few minutes to stretch out on this. I am so lucky. Because I'm talking about the ban of menthol from the FDA, the Biden administration. That's where I'm going for the next uh, six, seven minutes. Is that I'm so lucky that I have been smoking cigarettes off and on since I was like 14 years old. 15 years, 15, literally 15, 16 for sure. Like cigarettes was, that was the ultimate rebellion. Right. Is smoke some cigarettes for me and Jason's age here and maybe that's different for different uh generations and 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 age groups i'm not sure but in mine it was let's find a cigarette we're gonna go smoke cigarettes it's like that's the ultimate thing we're gonna do to say f you mom and dad we're gonna go smoke and so i've been smoking cigarettes off and on ever since then. So that's 25 years and somehow i have no chemical dependency on nicotine i don't know why I'm not sure how this has happened. Um, like it, it's just like anything else. It's like a, a for for me anyway for my my chemical makeup. It's a, a Reese's Pieces, you know, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Right. It's a a, a, a Kit Kat. It's a Coca Cola, especially a Mexican Coke with the cane sugar. Like there's so many things that I really like that gives me that kind of yes, that's that's what I needed right there. But I don't. I don't, I'm not addicted to it. I don't have to have it. I don't have to have a Mexican Coke. I don't have to have a Reese's peanut butter cup. I don't have to have a Marlboro light. I like all those things. I like to sit down around a fire and have a smoke. I like to have a drink and a smoke, but I don't have to have it. Most people I know that have smoked since they were in their teenage years have an addictive, like deadly addictive grip on them. Mm-hmm. Of this 
of tobacco and nicotine. It's a terribly addictive um, habit. So I'm all for regulating it. And and if you and if you said, hey Brian, we're gonna ban cigarettes. Period. No more cigarettes ever. I wouldn't agree with it, but I would say, okay, I get that. Right. But to say we're going to ban just menthol cigarettes because this is somehow trivializing and marginalizing the African American community, I, 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 I don't, I don't understand what that, what you're trying to do. I don't understand what that is supposed to. Where that what that's supposed to fix, quote unquote. What 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 are we what are we doing? How are we making America better? Because menthol cigarettes all of a sudden are now not legal. Yeah, and I've been following the ban or what what the FDA has said about it. And, and you know, the, oh, that's going to happen. It's not even like suggested. It's yeah. just like they're going to do it. But just the circles they've been kind of talking into within just makes no sense. I don't know, and they're trying to keep you know, and their their target is the the the, the African American community. That's their target. Because they say eighty five percent of African Americans that smoke smoke menthol. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what: one hundred percent of white men talking into a microphone this morning smoke menthol. Also, if I'm going to smoke a cigarette, I love a damn menthol. I love a menthol cigarette. It's not taking over my life. It's not yeah. ruining me. I love a damn menthol cigarette. But I guess in their mind, it's going to help save lives in their mind, but I don't see it. It's what it's going to do, and I, I, I didn't get around to uh, highlighting enough of this story. It's from Reason.com. I pulled uh, a ban of menthol cigarettes will lead to more confrontations between black people and police. That's the headline. That's as far as I'm going to get with it because I didn't get my highlighter out. Um, but I already know where the gist of that is. That's absolutely true. Give give a a, a dip spit uh, cop that doesn't know what he's doing who's just trying to be power hungry on a day another reason to terrorize black people because there might be some menthol smoke in the air like this that, that, that you're just you're just opening up reasons to to marginalize African American culture even more yes they love menthol cigarettes. So do us white people. Us white people like menthol cigarettes a lot. Guess what's not going to happen? No police officer is going to care whether I'm smoking a menthol cigarette or not. Or a menthol cigar or whatever the other variations of of, of tobacco that you smoke. But in, in the streets, in the hood, as they say, this is opening up a whole nother world of, hey, gotcha. Is that a menthol cigarette you got over there? That's that's real. That's going to happen. Well, you know, you also have jurisdictions where, you know, Lucy's are illegal. And what those are. The just, single, yeah, the, the single, singles. You know, it, which that's insane, too. Because you walk in, you can walk in and buy a single cigarette. And they've done the same thing with alcohol for the, you know, the poor white trash that are alcoholics that is in some areas of the country where you walk in and you want to buy a loose single beer. Well, all you're doing to buy that beer is to walk out the door and drink it. Yeah. Or get in your car and drink it. You're not buying a 12-pack to drink the 12-pack. You're drinking the 12-pack to take to the house. Mm-hmm. You're buying the single because you're going to get in your car and drive and drink it. I've done it myself. Come and get me. Right? I know. So there's certain jurisdictions that have said you can't buy a single beer because of the, re- because right. of the, the, 
the bad decision you might make with it. We can argue each individual situation as much as as you want. I just don't. I don't get it, Joe. I don't get it, FDA. I don't get it other than there's lobbyists that have been banging on your window for a long time and they finally have your ear and let's ban menthol cigarettes. I I just, I'm infuriated by it. And I don't have a Joe Biden's flag hanging out of my back of my pickup truck. And I sure as hell don't have one hanging at the house. And he's a not, can never do wrong. He's not the savior. He's not a cult. This isn't a cult. This is a guy who's run for president who won, whether you believe it was real or not. That's up for you to decide. Well, the way... But this this is nonsense to come into a, 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 a government-subsidized, for the most part, industry and say, oh, yeah, we're done with menthol cigarettes. Well, the way I look at it is if you want to do it, it's you. You do you. The only thing that I have an issue with, and I'm not a smoker at all, never have, is the fact when you pull up to a red light, you just see cigarette butts everywhere. At a gas station. Everywhere. That's my issue. Stop doing that and just do you. The pollution it makes is certainly that, too. I hate smoking. I hate it. It's gross. I hate everything about it. But I don't need it regulated out because of the administration. Absolute nonsense. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. Jason in for Keon. My name is Brian. Wrap of the show coming up next. 92.7 Nuga Radio. Radio 92.7. Stone on air on Nuga Radio 92.7. Amazon on Thursday reported its biggest profit ever as consumers turned to the online retailer for their shopping needs and businesses paid it more to warehouse and advertise their products. Since the start of the health crisis, shoppers in the U.S. have relied increasingly on Amazon for home staples and supplies. Amazon has now posted four consecutive record quarterly profits, plus attracted more than 200 million Prime loyalty subscribers and recruited over 500,000 workers to keep up with consumer demand. Revenue came in at more than $108 billion in the first quarter. Welcome back in to the Stone on Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast. All right, we're going to do, I'm going to try to do that in real time here, what she just did right there. This is Jade Burst. Let this roll for a second, Jason. Jason in for Keon. I'm Brian. This is Jade Burst. She's going to be at the signal on uh, the 16th on a Sunday night. We got tickets to give away. This is I Get No Joy. So I'm looking at the lyrics here. I'm going to give it one more time through, and then we'll do it again on that thing. All the words my mother said can't see that, 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 that. All right, all right. We'll try again in a second. Hold on. We'll try again in a second. You see us online, all social media. Like, share, comment on any Jade Bird thing we put out there, and you'll be registered to win tickets to see the show at The Signal. She's a young darling out of uh, out of the U.K., I'm in love with her. I can't wait for the show. But I want to try to do this fast part here with a, while I'm staring at the lyrics. So here we go. I get no joy. She'll say that one more time and then the super fast part. Let's try. All right, here we go. 
All the words my mother said can't seem to get them out my head. Everything becomes everything. You live, you learn, you love, you're dead. I, I, I did it. Hey. All right. Good for me. <laughs> March, uh, March, May 16th at The Signal. She will be uh, doing acoustic-only show. She won't have the full band, which is a little disappointing because of her with the full band is better than just her and just a guitar. But uh, that's going to be fun. So Jade Bird at The Signal. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, the Stone On Air radio show. I want to thank uh, Casey and uh, and Dwayne from the Hemp House for being on board and uh, and helping out and uh, being sponsors of the show. CBD all day, every day is what they do. They have three locations, one in North in the North Shore over on Tremont Street, one right down the road from where I'm standing right now in East Ridge, the center of the universe, and then one out in Ultawa over by the Food City. Swing, swing in. Find out what you need to know if you're confused by it all, because I've been very confused by it at times. Is this pot? Is this marijuana? What is this? No, not really, but it kind of is. They'll educate you. They'll sell you what you need. Or if you don't, maybe you just want to know what my kids are doing. <laughs> I think I think my kids have some pot, except I can't tell if it is or not. They'll help you out with all that. All your CBD, CBD needs will be taken care of by the Hemp House. In their three locations. So tell them that Nuga Radio 92.7 and the Stone on Air radio show, disguised as a podcast, sent you. So coming in on the front end there, on the on the, on the the open, I have, uh, or the rejoin, I should say. I've got about seven minutes or so, and we'll wrap up the show here on a Monday. That's, uh, Amazon is just, sw- Scrooge McDuck. Remember the, 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 the c- cartoon where he's swimming in his gold coins? That's what Amazon is. And it's just getting more and more and more because we're be- that, that's how we're shopping more. And once upon a time, I said, I don't know, five years ago, maybe 10 years ago. I don't remember how long ago it was. But people were starting to buy online a lot. Right. And I thought, okay, that's fine. Buying online is going to be a, a, a nice convenience for, for many of us. But the... the, the, the satisfaction of the immediate purchase you were never going to be able to get everybody because we need to we our, our attention spans are so short so small we buying something now and waiting on it for two days isn't going to satisfy our immediacy for like i just bought this new yeti cup and now I have it in my hands, and I get to walk out the store. <laughs> look at what this, Yeti cup. Look at what I just bought. Yeah. As I have a Yeti cup, if you're on the Facebook page, you can see my daily uh, water in a Yeti cup. And I thought there, there will always be commerce online. I get it. That's fine. But most of us are not disciplined enough to where we can wait two days. Two days might as well be two months. We can't. We can't do that. We have to be. Uh, immediately satisfied with a purchase because a, a purchase right. creates those endorphins. It gets you. It gets you excited. You're happy. You just did something. You bought something for yourself. You get to go home now, and let's just. I'm making up stuff. I bought a new rake. I get to go rake in the yard now, or whatever it is. Right, whatever the hell it is. I was wrong. I was completely <laughs> wrong. The buying experience. In regular settings that I'm used to is dreck. It's yeah. awful. 
It's there's there's no satisfaction out of going to Walmart. And I went to Walmart this weekend. I made two or three stops. I had a few things I wanted to do. I could have bought all of it on on Amazon. I did buy a few things. Um, I had this kind of like checklist, like I need to do these things: you know, toothpaste, toothbrush, whatever you know, stuff, just essentials that you need. Right. And I bought a few of them on Amazon, and they all came in yesterday. On Sunday afternoon. Sunday delivery is great. Oh, man. Sunday delivery is fantastic. You buy on Friday, it comes on Sunday. So so I'm blowing out my whole argument of saying that that we we can't do this. We can't buy online and then anticipate two days later. Like, that's not a thing. We have to have have that, that immediate satisfaction of purchase power now. And I did both this weekend. So I went to Walmart over on Brainerd. All the interstates were closed this weekend. So I'm taking Brainerd Road and Ringo. Every just, just a, a. I wasn't mad about it. It was just, it was. Employees. Yeah, it was terrible, and it was a uh, uh, just volume everywhere of, of vehicles. But I still needed a few things that I uh, I wasn't going to buy on Amazon, and I went to Walmart, and I went to uh, and which is you know obviously you're not going to walk out of Walmart and ever be satisfied. No. But I think at one time we might have been. And I, I I had a couple of stops, and the entire experience was awful. It was awful. I hated every second of it. I couldn't wait to get. As soon as I walked in, I couldn't wait to leave. I you know I thinking about being in line. I don't mind being in lines. You know, I, when I get myself into something I know is going to be stupid, I I can kind of adjust my my mindset and be like, okay, this isn't that bad. And it wasn't that bad, quote unquote, but it still sucked. And I couldn't wait to leave. And it was awful. And I wasn't excited. I wasn't happy about my purchases. I didn't get home and be like, oh, hell yeah. Look at this stuff I got. This is great. I just bought a bunch of stuff. That's where we used to be programmed 15, 20 years ago. That even if it sucked, because we didn't know the difference between good and bad buying, purchasing experiences. We still were happy that we just got all this stuff. Right. Hey, look at all this stuff I just got. Well, see, now when I go to Walmart for, for something I don't want to buy on Amazon, then you get in there, and the next thing you know, you've got a line 15 miles in both directions because they have two cash registers open. And the people, from my experience, usually haven't been smart enough to operate the, the, the self-checkout. No, and they, don't, and, and, and they don't have the variety that – the online world does like oh. they don't you're what you're looking for isn't actually there so then you're settling on something you don't actually want so the buying experience the customer experience is awful and so yesterday rolls around i ran into the Chattanooga market for uh, uh we got two minutes here left and we'll wrap up the show here on new radio 92.7 stone on air jason in for keon my name is brian um so i went to the market for a few minutes just because i i had to and then I went home quickly because there was there's no music down there right now, and I didn't run into anybody, so I just went back home. And then all my Amazon purchases came in, and I was so damn excited. I couldn't even <laughs> remember. I couldn't even remember what was in the damn boxes, and I couldn't. And I was like, "This is it. This is it. This the two day window. The two day wait is actually that much more exhilarating and exciting." And I was wrong. All these years later, when I said, ah, we'll never, that you'll never get that satisfaction from buying uh, online. To me, there's nothing like you're sitting there and all of a sudden you see UPS or FedEx show up. I'm like, what the hell did I buy? And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, I 
when did I buy that? And I think part of it is when I first came up with that idea, that thought, you know, out loud was uh, years ago before I realized how fast time flies by. Two days ain't nothing. No. <laughs> two days might as well be two minutes. Especially when you can get stuff on Sundays now. Yeah, especially since you get things on Sunday. So you're sitting around on Friday ra- ra- uh, you know, wrapping up a work week. I can get this and that, and I can bottle my lemon water and those <laughs> things. And I mean, this is, you know, a 40 year old man talking to you now, not a 20 year old dude who would be like, two days? I got to wait two days for whatever stupid spit I plan on buying? So I was wrong. I was wrong, 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 wrong. Everness is a local uh, management company uh, of your property. They want to help you maximize your investment. Give them a call at. 454-3854. You might be into doing all that yourself. You might not be. They'll take care of it if you are on the side of you don't really want to deal with all the mess that comes with being a landlord. Evernest.co. Evernest.co. Jason, thank you so much for hanging out with me and uh, filling in for Keon. My name is Brian, and this show is over. Eastridge City Hall is the satire Facebook page you need to spend some time on. No, Jason didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. No, Jody didn't do it. Keon didn't do it, but we all kind of wish we did. Y'all have a great Monday. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. See you later. Bye.